1: We're so glad to have you today with us on Jesus the Healer. Thank you for taking the time to be with us, and we are thrilled to get to bring the Word to you. It's a life-changing Word. It's an all-conquering Word. It will rewrite the story of your life. And it doesn't matter what's been written in your past. Your future is ready to be written. Let the Word write it. Amen. And so we're just so glad to bring you that Word today. We've been looking on previous episodes at a certain time topic on authority and dominion you've got it. As a believer, you have authority and dominion. And so we want to be skillful with that authority and dominion that belongs to us in Christ. You know, it won't do us any good to have something we're not good at, (laughs) right? I mean, it won't benefit us like it could or like it should until we know how to be skillful with our dominion, with our authority. And that goes to say about anything that belongs to us in Christ, skillful with healing, skillful in faith, skillful with the fruits of the Spirit, skillful at being led of the Spirit of God. And so we realize that, that, that the authority and dominion that belongs to us in Christ, it calls for our skill. Yes. Yes. Amen. So we've been looking at Psalm, uh, Psalm chapter 8. And uh, we're going to start today in verse 6. And again, we invite you, if you haven't seen the previous episodes on this, go back and watch them. Yes. Because there's other things, said we want, we want you to hear. Psalm chapter 8 and verse 4, it reads, What is man that thou art mindful of him, and the son of man that thou visitest him? Notice, because we're on his mind, he visits us. Oh, he amazing. doesn't leave us without his, his help. His input, His flow, all that He's authored for us. It's available to us. Well, how's He going to visit us? In multiple ways. Um, Whenever you pick up the Word and you feed on it, you're having a visit with the Father. See the Word as Him speaking to you because that's exactly what it is. It's a love letter from the Father to you. And you know what you do when you're in love with someone and they write you a love letter? You read it more than once. Yes. You read it over and over. Why? Because it's so much yours. It's so personal and intimate to you that you don't just read it half heartedly and throw it throw it to the side without having just glanced at it real quickly. The 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 degree of love shows the degree of attention you give to what someone says to you. And so remember what Jesus said, if you love me, keep my commandments, yes. keep my words. So he's saying that our love is expressed by, one way we keep our love fed is by feeding on those love words. And we can measure our, the love of God we're operating in by how much we're feeding on, on his words he's written to us because it is his love letter to us. We need to respond to that love letter, right? And so notice here, it says that God will visit us. So he visits us through us feeding on his word. Uh, he visits us through really putting answers in the mouths of those he puts in our lives. Yes. Everyone yes. in your life, it does not necessarily mean he put them there. You know, yeah. because I've learned this, when God wants to bless your life, he sends someone. Yes. When the enemy yes. wants to injure your life, he sends someone. Why? Because he, he tries, he, he's an imitator of how God moves but he, he moves that way distorted. So everyone that comes to your life doesn't necessarily mean God put them there. So that's what I mean when I say those that God puts in your life, he will put answers for your life in their mouth. Sometimes you have to be discerning Yes. And discerned by the Spirit, did those words, are those from the Father for me? That's one way He can visit you. But what about this? Every time you go to church, you have a visit from God through the, through the person of your pastor. Yes.
0: Yes.
1: Right. Amen. Right. Amen. God's visiting us. Yes. He's visiting our life with answers. He's visiting our life with help through yes. that pastor. So God doesn't just visit us in a spectacular way. He visits us through the everyday life. Yes. Yes. Amen. Yes. And so here it says, yes. what is man that thou art mindful of him. Uh, it says, and the Son of Man that he visits man. Mm-hmm. For God has made man a little lower than the angels is what the King James reads. But the Old Testament was written in Hebrews. Uh-huh. In Hebrews. So uh, the Hebrew word for that word that they use as angels is not translated angels. Right. the the Hebrew word is Elohim, which is God. So it should read this way, for God has made man a little lower than himself. And you say, that's just too much. Now, Pastor Nance, (laughs) that's just too much to take on there. Well, we're created in his image. And God did that. We're in God's class of being because we're made in his image. Therefore, um, he has given us that which his own image carries and that's dominion and authority. So God has made us a little lower than Himself and has crowned man with glory and honor. God made man to have dominion. Look at that. God made man to have dominion. He did not make man to be dominated. He made man... To dominate. Not dominate other human beings, but dominate the circumstances of their life, dominate the realm of their life. Amen. Amen. So God made man to have dominion over the works of his hands that thou and God has put all things under man's feet. Well, how can that happen? Because we were raised and seated with Christ and all things are under his feet. Therefore, all things are under our seat, our feet rather, because we're seated with him. Jesus is the head, we're the body. Amen. It's a shared authority. Yes. Yes. That's right. The authority we, the, we have been given uh, stems from Jesus himself, the authority that belongs to him. Yes. It's a shared authority. Yes. Amen. 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 Um, dominion is a part of our inheritance in Christ. It is a vital part that we can't walk in all that belongs to us unless we exercise our dominion over things that try to rob us of our inheritance. Amen. 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 So every day, walk in your dominion. What's that mean? Speak to things. You know, when you have a a monarch, a a king or queen that uh, rules in a nation, how do they carry out uh, the authority of their position? through words. They speak. They speak. They declare it. And somebody records it. (laughs) Amen. Well, God spoke. It's recorded in his word. And then we speak the same thing and it gets the same result as God gets. Amen. 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 Um, it's important that I'm I'm so appreciative that the Spirit of God has led us to teach along this line because the more we preach on something, the more more revelation we get on it. The more you hear it, the more revelation you get on it. And it's not enough for people to have authority and dominion if they don't have revelation of that authority and dominion. And they know how to operate And exercise that authority and dominion. I want you to turn with me, if you would, to Ephesians chapter 6. Ephesians chapter 6. As I said, um, the more we preach on a a particular topic, a a particular truth, the more revelation we get of that truth. Um, And then the more revelation we get, the greater the anointing flows because um, for, for the truth of God's Word to work for you, it has to be revelation to you. Yes. You can't just have heard it once and have a loose hold on it and and be able to boldly use that. We need a firm hold on it. Revelation of that Word causes us to have a firm grasp of it, and then that's when we can spend it and it not we not be swayed off of it. So Ephesians chapter 6 and verse 18, it reads, Praying always with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit and watching thereunto with all perseverance and supplication for all saints. So this verse is telling us um, how to pray. For all saints, pray in the spirit. Pray in other tongues, because you don't know all saints. You don't know all their needs, but the spirit does. So when we involve him, we involve his understanding by praying in the spirit, giving, giving, um, yielding to the utterances that he gives. We speak them out, but he gives the utterance. We speak it out, then God is able to bless and work in the lives of others because we prayed. Now, in verse 19, Paul's saying, and for me, or pray for me. Look at this. That utterance may be given unto me, Mm -hmm. that I may open my mouth boldly to make known the mystery of the gospel. I want you to see these two words in verse 19. Utterance, given. Mm -hmm. Utterance is given. It's not something you just study and study. Mm -hmm. Utterance um utterance is given that brings forth revelation yes. Yes. of what the spirit reveals yes. about yes. that amen. word amen, amen. amen. so we 're believing for divine utterance to come forth that will author revelation in you.
0: Yes
1: because it has to be revelation what's it mean revelation real to you right. you it dawns on your spirit That's it's right. not just something yeah. oh i like that in the word no yeah. it's more than that yeah. you got a you got insight into right. that and there's yeah. utterances and so that's why Paul said, pray for me that utterance utterance be given because when divine utterances come, it carries revelation with it. Yes. Yes. And the revelation landing in you is what you live off of. Yes. That's what changes your life, changes situations yes. when you speak out of revelation yes. of what the Word tells you. Yes. Amen. Yes. And faith requires revelation for it to work. Now get that. Faith requires revelation. Something has to be revealed to you so that your faith will work. You know, someone may want healing, but if they don't have revelation that healing belongs to them, their faith isn't going to work for healing without that revelation. You see, same thing with prosperity. People can say, boy, I'd sure love to prosper. But if they don't have revelation that the word says prosperity belongs to us because we belong to Christ, it's part of our inheritance package. If they don't have revelation of that, their faith for that won't work as it ought Faith requires revelation to work. Something has to dawn on your spirit. You're not just hoping this is true. It's revealed to your spirit in such a way that you're not shaken off of it. Amen. So I said all that to say this, we need to walk in greater revelation of our authority and our dominion. So that's why we take this opportunity to teach it to you because through utterances, revelation can come. And revelation is given by the Spirit of God. It's not just something you can study mentally in in the scriptures. It's something that has to dawn on your spirit and that requires the help of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Amen. Um, I want to share a bit of an experience that I had. There's someone that was close to me and um, they were, for a period of time, they they had lived out their life, so to speak, in in number of years. They lived a good long time, but they spent the last mm, season of their years really suffering Mm -hmm. and facing some very difficult physical situations. And um, they would pray. And they, they were Christian. They had not been taught some of the things that we get to hear. Uh, some of the things that you hear on the, on, the, on the Victory Channel or things that you even hear taught on this broadcast. But they loved the Lord. They believed in healing in the sense of they believed it was part of the Word. Did they have a firm grasp on it? No. Just They, they walked in all the light they had. And um, so they would pray because they knew healing was part of what belonged to them. But they had not, if I could say this, they had not had a life of practicing cooperating with that truth. Yes.
0: Yes. Does
1: that make sense? Yes. Is that the best way to say that? Uh, they didn't have experience with it. Right. They didn't have experience of releasing their faith in it and seeing it work for them. They had a mental understanding that it was in the scriptures, but without experience. You know, faith is experience.
0: Yes. Yes.
1: Faith is an experience and experience with the word and experience with what belongs to us in Christ. So, um, they had, you know, they had, they had prayed as best as they knew how, but they didn't know how to cooperate with God. They didn't know how to receive. They kept waiting for God to give something. They didn't know that it wasn't about getting God to give it. It was about them receiving what God had already given. They did not have a grasp of that truth. So in their praying, it was always God give, God give me, God give me this, this. God give me this. And um, so I knew that they didn't receive all the help God had for them or that God wanted for them. And uh, I was thinking about, after their home going, I was thinking about the results that we get as Christians. And I, I went to bed thinking about their situation and I was mulling this over, holding this up before God of... Um, how can, how can I help someone understand why they're not receiving what belongs to them? And I said, God, how can you help me to understand about their situation? And I was awakened in the middle of the night with God speaking to me. And this is what he said to me. There must be a consistent exercise of authority and dominion as a lifestyle yes. to move into and bear the fruit of the highest flow of your authority. Wow. Now, let, Amen. let me say that again. There, this is what he was bringing out. There must be a consistent exercise mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. of the authority and dominion as a lifestyle, wow. a lifestyle. Oh, And you say, well, Pastor Nancy, my life hasn't been that. Well, make that. That can become today. You can purpose that that becomes your lifestyle. Don't look back at what your lifestyle hasn't included of your dominion and authority. If you haven't been walking in that. Uh, But today, just say, okay, I make it part of my lifestyle because this is what God was showing me. The reason they did not receive what God had for them was because there had not been something in place in their lifestyle. They, meaning this, many times people will hit a crisis and they kind of leave the Word unattended through their daily life, but at a crisis, they start in a, yeah, cramming, yes. trying to, at a last moment, in a desperation, yes. they start throwing it at it and they're doing it not from a place of faith, but from a place of panic, oh, wow. a place of of fretting, yes. worrying, anxious, yes. and they're just throwing everything at it. God do something, God do something, God do something. Now you understand, they recognize I need God's help. But faith, faith holds no worry. We have to learn how to receive from a place of believing and not try to receive from a place of worry because you can't receive from that place. And saying, God, do something, God, do something, God, do something is not the, the receiving of uh, the faith. It's not faith receiving.
0: Right,
1: right. It's panic trying. I hope that yes. makes sense yes. to you. Yes. Um, and that was what God was saying. They had not had an experience mm-hmm. with the word Being given its place in a consistent way, and so at a time of crisis, when it was time when they needed to receive, they didn't know how because they had no experience. So he he again he said to me, there must be a consistent exercise Mm -hmm. of authority and dominion as a lifestyle. Now let's go back to the example of a parent with children. If that parent is not consistent. In their exercise of authority mm-hmm. in the life of that child, that child is going to have up and down
0: yeah.
1: behavior, yeah. up and down uh, experiences yes. in their life, and so is the parent.
0: Yes.
1: The more consistent we are in parenting, the more level. Our children are, the more level the home is, the more level the atmosphere, the more level the behavior is. Because when something tries to get out of place, consistency says, No, you don't, no, you don't. You get back in and you hold it in place. So now that helps us, we can look and see. There were times when when we were consistent as parents, we received the benefit of that. If we were inconsistent, we saw the effect of that.
0: It's the same thing with spiritual truths
1: as we're consistent in in exercising our faith and in what belongs to us in Christ, when something tries to get out of the pl- at place at that very moment, no, you don't. No, you don't. Pain, no, you don't. Lack, no, you don't. Strife, no, you don't. Fear, no, you don't. Worry, no, you don't. The moment we start seeing it get, try to get out of place, um, consistency, vigilance, watchfulness, ha- shows up with its faith in the word, it says, No, you don't, but if someone has not experienced that consistency that the word brings, the faith in the word brings they they have these <laughs> peaks and valleys that are dramatic, maybe even in their their physical health, in their finances, in their home, in their marriage, and it doesn't have to be that way. Because you say, well, life is, life can't always be lived on the mountaintop. Uh, Life is to be lived seated from our seat of authority that's above all, far above all principalities, powers, might, and dominion in every name that's named. So, you're saying we can't always live on the mountaintop because religion will say things like that. Circumstances may not be mountaintop circumstances, but we are not led by circumstances. We can always be in the highest flow God offers us. Even though circumstances do not show the highest flow, we don't come off of our place of victory, our place of peace, our place of faith, our place of dominion. The word, the word acted on will turn us consistent. And it will turn us, if I could say this, to where every day we are stable every day when somebody sees us, they know what version they're going to get of us. They're not going to get moody. They're not going to see us moody. They're not going to see the the miffed version one day and then the praising version the next day. (laughs) No, the Word will anchor us so that we're not drifting with circumstances, drifting with emotions. Because emotions change, but the Word lived anchors us in the face of those. Emotions uh, color our life, but they are not to lead us. And we don't depend upon them. Um, How can the Word do that? Because the Word tells us, Uh, Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Why? God's unchanging. He doesn't have to change. He's always right. He's always right. He doesn't have to change. So if we stay with what is always right, we too do not ever have to change. I said, we too don't have to change. We just stay the same. We stay consistent. Amen. Amen. And so, yes, it is possible. I said it is possible for us to have a life that is always in keeping with stability. Um, There are certain, um, what could I say? How do I say this? There are certain... tools. Yes, yes. My, 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 son, he does a lot of building and there's a leveler. There's yeah. a leveler <laughs> yeah. Yeah. that even if you change this way, the level shows you where, where dead center is. Yes. So, you know, bring that up, bring that. That's what the word is to us. Yes. That it, it'll keep us level. If we'll pay attention yes. to center, the word is center. Yes. If we'll pay attention to the word, it will bring us up so that we're not down one day, up the next, right. because then we're not being led by circumstances, we're being governed by the Word. Yes.
0: Amen. Yes. Amen.
1: Amen. Amen. So this is what God was saying in, 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 in considering this person's situation, is there must be a consistent exercise, exercise of authority and dominion as a lifestyle. Right as a lifestyle. Because that wasn't in place before the crisis hit, they didn't know how to get there and live in that place once the crisis hit. It's like trying to teach someone who's drowning how to swim that's a pretty rough time for a swimming lesson. <laughs> right? Because there's a process to, to lessons learned. And the process is this. If you go to teach a child to swim, ideally, I know some people might've been trained in a very rigid way, you know, just throw them in, stand there, and watch them, make sure they don't drown and just tell them to just go after it. <laughs> you know, keep that head up, whatever you got to do. But there's such a panic with that. There's such a, that, that child can learn to hate the water when you do that. What they'll start with is they'll walk in with them in the water. They'll have them to lay back and they'll, they'll hold them up under that water and they'll say, now just float, relax. I'll hold you up because I want you to see that the water will hold you if you will rest. But see, it's hard to tell someone that when they're drowning. So you want to learn these things outside of crisis. Can you learn it in crisis? Yes, but you will have more to overcome in the mind and of the circumstances. But yes, absolutely, the Word can be learned. It's just easier to learn it in a friendly setting. So because this person was in a setting of great upheaval, it was difficult for them to grasp the truths of the Word. Yes. Amen. 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 And so uh, this is why we, we delight to be able to bring you this because we want to, we want to see for ourselves. Yes. We want to see a consistent exercise yes. of our dominion our authority as a lifestyle, yes. not just as a, a crisis bailout, then we go back to living the old way. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, we make it our lifestyle because when we make the word our lifestyle, it gives us the best life because our dominion and authority will always work Mm -hmm. when we work it according to the word of God. Amen. Well, we've got so much more to teach on this. You don't want to miss it. So as we said, go back, watch previous episodes and join us in upcoming episodes. And until then, remember this, Jesus is the healer. God bless you.
0: To watch or listen to today's message and other messages by Nancy Dufresne, visit DufresneMinistries.org. God has provided a way for His children to have ongoing visitations from Him. Your life will be changed as you meditate on the revelations in this book, Visitations from God by Nancy Dufresne. Order your copy now at DufresneMinistries.org. We invite you to join us for our annual prayer conference here at World Harvest Church in Marietta, California, April 4th through the 6th. For more information, visit our website at Ministries.org. We trust you've enjoyed this message. Visit us at Ministries.org to learn of our upcoming meetings, share your testimony, submit a prayer request, or visit our online store.